Paul spent a lot of time in jail. Certainly he did. And there's no telling what all you may have to go through. Divorce, remarriage. Becky said she liked the word divorce better than remarriage. Yeah. Rambo back there, man, he's had five to lock up. And he said, hey, he's out here still looking for number six. So he's not had enough. All right. I'm aggravating him. He knows I am. All right. But there was a woman at the well Jesus addressed that issue with. Hers was for a different motive. She was trying to fill a void. Jesus, Jesus said, uh, she said she was going to draw water for her husband. Jesus said, well, you've well said. But you've had five husbands. But the one you're with now is not your husband. Now, he didn't say you're going to burn forever. Didn't say that. No, he said, if you'll ask of me, he said, I'll give you water to drink and you'll never thirst again. She did. And she went and told everybody, come and see the man that told me all about myself. Can I hear an amen? Rahab the harlot got, her got herself put in the genealogies of Jesus and got a name change. Can I hear an amen? And her family spared. Well, well, yeah, we need to get a hold of those truths. We need to look at them. Because I want you to look at the first handouts got you got two. I'm going to focus on one briefly because i got a lot in Scripture we want to get into. I want to talk about, look at it, it's whose job is it. Now, I want you to look and see if you can uh, think of yourself as, as one of these persons. Everybody fits one of them. Everybody fits all of them. Boy. So let's read it good. This is a story about four people named everybody, somebody, anybody, and nobody. There was an important job to be done and everybody was asked to do it. Everybody uh, was sure somebody would do it. Anybody could have done it, but nobody did it. Can I hear an amen? Somebody got angry about it, but nobody did it. Somebody got angry about that because it was everybody's job. Everybody thought anybody could do it, but nobody realized that everybody wouldn't do it. It ended up that everybody blamed somebody when nobody did what anybody could have done. Now, if that doesn't make the best sense, I don't know what you're going to read will. Apathy is that thing that you put in place of God's will. Church, prayer, praising, worshiping, whatever it might be. Sunday school, Bible study. I want you to know you're not going to be a victorious Christian going to church every now and then. Oh, yeah. Everybody could go all the time. But now we know for most part that's not going to happen. Can I hear an amen? Nobody's going to do that. Why? Because of apathy. 
In Brother Dake's school in 1939, I gave the handout in our Bible study of the picture he had in his book. I liked it. All right. It had, it showed the devil with the pitch, the horns in his head with a chain dragging somebody into the cemetery. And a little heading over it said, it don't help you to call for help unless you turn loose of the chain. We allow things to get a hold of us that we feel like is more important at the time. Now, I've got two handouts on first things first. Now, they, they, and we need to get these in our head. In fact, I may take a moment and read some of them in a minute, but I don't think I will. We'll pick it up next week. But in our Bible studies, we went into details about that chain, but we just barely broke the surface. Hey, you can break the chain links. On the back side of your handout is a picture that you'll never see. It happened to a member of our church that I had crossed. God had confronted me over something they was into. I had faced them that uh, Friday, told them the issue. They denied it. I said, no, it's what he told me. How could I know all this? This was a spiritual person. And they said, you're wrong. I said, I'm not. I can tell you names. And I'm telling you, I'm just, God's trying to help you. Why? If you'll just acknowledge your error, he will help you. Everybody thought that person would be a spiritual giant. I said, my mission is to help you. We all fail. How many of you know there's sorriness trying to get in every person here? Does anybody care? But it's going to get somebody. All right. Now we got to read which person are we going to be? What role are we going to play? Well, this lady said to me, I said, got to give you a warning. Then it's up to you. Little did I know, they drove from here going down Lakeview Drive. They were driving the car underneath. The car on top come flying out of the blue. I won't go into all the details. If you'd like to have them be in Bible study, I will. And landed it on top of the car. When the person got there, one of you two, two or three of you can hold your hand up. You remember the event. You remember the event, sister? You don't? You do, I'm sure. The guy, the record driver looked at it, and the highway patrol, I talked to all of them, said had that, had that landed six inches either way, it would have crushed and killed them. But look at what they said. They had never seen it happen. And it set just like it was set down. Did it change them? You'll have to get in Bible study to find out. What is it? God will tell you. He'll show you. He intended for all the Israelites to enter into the promised land. He brought them out of Egypt with Canaan land in mind. Deuteronomy 6 and 23, redemption has two purposes. He brought them out, he said, to lead them in the promised land. God had heaven in mind when he saved you from your sins. But if you're going to let a desire link you up to a chain, 
God's not going to unhook it. You've got to turn it loose. You've got to say no. God will give you the opportunities. Now, God's got a right chain for you to have, and he uses chains a lot. And we'll talk about them in our Bible study. And I'm not going to go there other than just mention it. The legion chains couldn't hold him, if you remember. All right, but there's many. In Revelation, we see where the demons down in Tarsus and God chained and Satan will be chained. But that's not a literal chain. It's to show that it's something that had link after link after link that bound you. It's those little things that become a chain. And they get to where those little things are in control. You don't play with sin in any way and give place to it that it won't get its hold in your life. Give no place to the devil. Make no provision for the flesh. Can I hear an amen? All right. Now, as we look at chain breaking, I'm not going there other than just mention two or three. Uh, as I get in this morning, I want to talk about the different people, uh, that whole Bible. We're seeing events right now like we've never seen before. We're seeing prophetic things like opening the newspaper and reading it. Luke 18, 1 through 8, he said, Make a parable unto them to this end. He used the word parable. Huh. All right, all right, that there was a certain woman, as we know, the parable of the unjust judge. She sought deliverance. They were judges that didn't fear God nor fear man. Does that not describe this generation? God called it a parable. All right, she sought deliverance and got turned down, but she kept seeking and she got it. And he said in verse 7 and 8, Will God find faith on the earth when he comes? Talking about a rapture. What was he telling you? There'll be judges. You'll be criticized. You'll have demons war at you. All right. But now he said, Know this. Are you going to be one of those? Are you going to be one of those? Because in the last day, whatever that devil can throw, wherever you're leaving a loophole, there was a time when God protected Job. We'll talk about it in a minute, and his family. But the only one that made it out was Job. Now, we could talk about Lot's family as well. All right, will the Son of Man find faith on earth when he comes? Boy, oh boy, oh boy. Did you know many statements say, man, he was talking to us. Yeah, as it was. Listen, there'll be no sign given but that of the prophet Jonah. As he was three days and nights, he said, uh, in, the, in the whale's belly, so shall the Son of Man be in the earth. Three days and nights. Jonah went down. He went down into the whale's belly and literally into hell. In this generation, we've seen people that have died and seen hell and brought them back. Dr. Rollins put out the book, Life After Death. We've heard many stories of experiences. All right, he said it was a sign of the first coming of the Messiah, the first advent. Now keep that in mind, and it'd be no sign but that one. Now, but Nineveh was told, all right, people went to hell, they went and preached, talked about it. 
when, when the king heard it, everybody repented. God spared them for a whole uh, hundred years. But a generation, they lost it. Isn't it amazing? We seem to have lost something in a generation. We just don't seem to listen. That Bible is a book that will talk to you about what you're going through. And the book of Luke. The Lord said people's hearts will fail them for fear coming, anxiety and depression. In Luke 21, 34 through 36, anorexia and bulimia. So fighting and drunkenness, anorexia and bulimia are eating disorders. We have within our own church five different families that deal with that in some of their families. Yeah. We've had them for years. It was a big thing with the church at Corinth. All right, now keep in mind, all right, he said that your hearts be overcharged with sophiting and drunkenness, anorexia and bulimia, drunkenness. He said, and the cares of this life, apathy, that that day come upon you unaware. You can get so caught up drinking and partying and eating and funning that you neglect the duties of God. Can I hear an amen? All right, again, he's speaking to the church, warning them, 1 Corinthians 10. God, Jude 1, uh, God said, actually, about uh, when he brought them out, he, he later destroyed them. His intent was to take them to heaven, uh, to Canaan land, to their overcoming life, which is our heaven. And it's also an overcoming life for you and I here while we're here. All right. They keep that in mind. But later he destroyed them because they believed not. Apathy got in. Now in 1 Corinthians 10, they, they were baptized, water. They had water baptized and the cloud in the sea. They were baptized unto Moses. Three different baptisms they had. They tasted of the heavenly meat, the word of God. All right, they were made partakers. They, they drank of that rock that followed them. 1 Corinthians 10 said that rock was Christ. Yet with many of them, they were, God was not well pleased. They were overthrown. All right, these things were written for our example, not to pattern after, upon whom the ends of the world have come. Who again is he talking to? The church world. Peter wrote in first Peter 1 6 through 9, though now first season, if need be you're in heaviness, a manifold temptation, that the trying of your faith be much more valuable than gold that perisheth. Listen, though it be tried with fire let it be found unto praise honor and glorifying him at his appearing. Now who was it for? The raptured church, one of the five Greek words for rapture is appear. Can I hear amen? In Colossians 3, 1 through 5, brethren, he said, it, listen, oh my, when we talk about the church at Colossae, and we begin to look at that, when we begin to see the reasonings that God gave them, if you be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above. Set your affections on things that are above and not on this earth. The Amplified adds it. For your life is hid with Christ in God. And when that chief shepherd 
shall appear. You shall also appear with him, there's a rapture, in glory. Another warning. And it's about the raptured church. You're going to get hit with your kids. You're going to love everything you're not supposed to. Listen, Egypt worshipped animals. That's why God wouldn't let the dogs bark to deliver them. He grabbed their tongue. Now, that's a parallel of the church in the last days. And in Romans 1, he said they worship four-footed beasts and, and creeping things. Nothing wrong with having a pet. But, buddy, when you love your pet more than you love a brother or sister or God, that you've got the wrong affection, can I hear another amen? Give God a big hand. Now, these are signs of the last. I just made, I, I've done this over a period of time for years. I would go to any supermarket. I'd just pick different ones, Walmart, sat in the car for 30 minutes and counted cars that pulled up in the lot with one pet in the car. You know what the percent was? It's gotten worse. Some of them have two and three. It's really amazing. Not full of people, but it's been replaced with that. Where are we at? They'll put you in jail for destroying an eagle's egg, fine you a $5,000 fine. You could get five years in prison because it's an endangered species. Yet half our country wants to tear up buildings, burn churches, because they've stopped you from murdering babies. That flag we gave a pledge to, we have uh, the right of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. The first thing is life. Can I hear an amen? I want you to stand to your feet for a minute and honor our Supreme Court that took that stand and give them praise. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, sir. God is good. They've done their job as long as they keep doing it. And they're Catholic. I want you to hear that. They're not spirit-filled, Holy Ghost Baptist or anybody like that, but they stood for what is right. God help them. God help them for our service veterans that are in the Ukraine right now. Special force units went on their own and they're winning the battle and they're defeating Russia. Can I hear another amen? Give them praise. Glory to God. Glory to God. You can be seated. Does you good. It angers me to see a, a policeman, a fireman, lays his life down to go in to rescue somebody, or a policeman abused, and we watch it all the time. They want to defunct the police. That's their first game plan for Georgia, but they're not going to win. I'm believing it's not going to happen. All right. Now, but I tell you why. Hitler studied the behavior of rats 
now among other socialists. We're looking at, we're dealing with socialism, have been for a while. All right, but as we see that, the first time I met a Muslim, you know where it was at? In prison. They call it black Muslim. Muhammad Ali went that way. But he later converted to Christ. How many of you know he did? Yes, he did. He struggled with it. All right, but we was introduced to it. And I saw how, why do you think a, you think a prison couldn't control gangs? Oh, it's easier to let your own people control it. Then all they got to do is control the gang leader. That's what they want to do in the States. All right, they'll let the gang, and Russia, you don't think they don't have gangs? Sure they do, because it's easier for them to control the gang lead. They control the whole nation that way. Socialism isn't hard to understand. In fact, you've got to be dumb not to see it happening. We have a right to life, liberty for me to stand and say what I'm doing now and the pursuit of happiness. If you're red, green, yellow, black, white, I don't care, orange, what color you're from. If you're born on earth, you're my brother and you're my sister in the Lord as long as you know Jesus. If not, I want to see you that way. If you've served in our country and you should have our Statue of Liberty said, send us your blind, you lame, never said nothing about color. Blind, lame, never said nothing about their weaknesses. Send them here because we're a land of freedom and liberty. When that's lost in America, it's lost in the world. Now, then that means God's judgment. And that means Capernaum. Jesus said to Capernaum it was exalted and it was a warning to, to the nation of, of, of the United States, I have no doubt. Matthew 25, you'll read about ten virgins and the latter portion, you'll read about the judgment of nations. And ten virgins, ten nations. I want you to keep in mind. All right? As we see, these are common terms and why Bible scholars share the idea and the thought that comes from it. All right? We know it was energy crisis, and we're seeing that's what all that fight's going on over there now for. We look at what's went on in our land. We watch it every day. And what do we see people do? They run, they just want to drink it away. You can't take enough pills, you can't drink enough, you're gonna have that, that you're gonna have that depression and anxiety. I want you to know you can't have sex enough, you can't be perverted enough, you're gonna still have to there's a big void in you that only Jesus can fill. Money can't buy. Look at our leaders, look at how many go down to that island, perverted people. We can see it. What's going on? We're at the end of it. Now, you're going to have apathy and let it get you. Are you going to sit back and let it get your kids? We faced this 50 years ago and started pulling people out of that lifestyle and was successful. We reached the gates because in Romans 9.29, God said if he had not left us a seed, we have all been in Sodom. God showed me when I told my uh, a close friend and many others long, long time ago, we was to reach anybody and everybody. We worked in prisons, we dealt with thugs, we dealt even with some of y'all. And a person sitting here that was worthy of heaven. 
There ain't ever been a person sat in anybody's church that was worthy of heaven unless you know Jesus. And only the blood of Jesus Christ applied to you and you walking with him. Being born again is a consistent change. We got to hear that. They should always be. So the apathy, I feel empty because you're not doing the will of God. Well, I'm kind of bored because you're not doing it. Get out, knock on your door, pick your phone up, call your neighbor, go out there and try to help somebody. Brent had a fishing club. Stump Martin was a newspaper writer. We was helping uh, poor needy. We had had, I bought a shoe store. We was given, and, and the Jew had owned the shoe store, saw to it, uh, got it dirt cheap, one of them Carl Hammond tree prices. And I bought the whole shoe store, and the kids in the daycare got to wrap up shoes, and we, we took them to, uh, to uh, orphanage homes and needy families. I went over there. When I walked into a place in Alabama, and I, when I went up, the man that owned the shoe store walked in and said, well, see you on TV. I know why you're here. Everybody talks about you. He said, y'all help the needy. I said, we've done it from the day we started our church. We had a food outreach ministry. We've had homes for people to live in. Sure did. Yes, we have. We've helped them to get through school, get their degrees. We've helped them in any way we can. Why is that? Because that's what a church is supposed to be about. If you have the means and you see your brother have need and we shut our bowels of compassion up against him, how dwelleth the love of God in you? But I can tell you, we've been in the homes of many that had big churches, but their church wasn't helping Shame on the leader of that church. Shame on the deacon board. But they'll answer to God for it. All right, now, all right, so we're not up here bragging about anything. We're just doing what Jesus said to do. That's it. That's what you're supposed to do. He wants you to be a witness of light. He wants you to encourage that person that's down. Be patient with them. That man that just fell into sin, you don't jump all over him and stomp him. You tell him about a God that loves you, that'll pull you out. Not only that, he'll change you. I can stand up here today and tell you I am not what I want to be. I am not what I'm going to be. But I can tell you this, I am not what I was. And if you know Jesus, you got the same kind of testimony. There's a new man. There's a new name written down in glory. I'm a new person, a new believer. And if I've lived, you can do it. Anybody can. And you can be once saved, always saved. That's possible. God knows most of you fell off the wagon quite a few times. I had to say, Jesus, help me. Peter walked on water with filial love. Three out of the 23 times it was translated kiss, that word filial love. There's agape, agapo, agapitos. One is a noun, one's a verb. Same kind of love, but the noun produces, I mean the verb produces the noun. What's a noun? It's a person, place, or thing. It's also a state of being. That means it's your, it's your nature to love. God has faith, but he is love. God has faith. That produces the love. God has faith. But he is love. Isn't he a wonderful God? Yeah. yeah. The verb produces the noun. As you apply, as you apply the filial love, the God kind of love will get in your heart. It'll be natural for you. God help me when it's not. 
That's when I had to get out of the car at times and talk to myself because I saw apathy attacking me. When you lose that, and you can easily make excuses, and we've went to a lot of means to see if that didn't happen. Now, I had years ago, and I'll tell this on our own church, years ago we had uh, trustees over different things, and, and the most of them did not like the idea. Are y'all taking food out, out of this? We bought thousands of dollars worth of food every month. And I said, y'all taking food into homes where they're, where they're drunk? I said, sure, I told them that. I got kids there. Yeah, we're feeding them. Yeah, those kids get hungry. They'll remember that preacher. I uh, worked to help a gang here one time. God, God told me to. I got really killed by some people about it. What are you doing trying to help that gang? I had a condition. I gave them cars, but they had to get gainfully employed. All right, but I helped them fix the car. Give it to them. Brent remembers all that. In fact, he kind of run his shop where they said, any place can save the world. Well, I didn't look at him. Look at back there. Yeah, I saw. All right. But that gang leader, that gang leader, he done years in prison, 10 of them, seven years in a coma. One day walked in the basement. Rambo just happened to be with me. And he come back here, had, to, had been in a coma for seven years. And he said, I come back. I've been in coma for seven years, ten years in prison. And he started telling me, and I listened to him. I said, well, brother, it wasn't my fault. I tried to help you. Oh, Rambo knows. He said, I know you did. I thought about you every day. Every day I thought about you. He said, I want you to know I got my heart right with God. And I wanted to come by and let you know you didn't waste your time. Oh, my. Oh, that's this one we could talk about a lot. We sure could. Now, here to do, I'm telling you, listen, we've got to be, we're supposed to be examples, but you don't get out here and tell everybody about it. Look what we done. We wasn't doing all that. We done it secretly. But I had some people that was running their chops. I said, I, I see how you're seeing it. And I said, I, I one time thought that. I, I thought that way. No longer. Because Jesus loves sinners. How many of you know he does? And, and you, you need to show them the love. People don't care how much you know. They first know how much you care. Then they'll listen to you. But I said, okay. So we went into a business. Me and a man named Eddie Smith. We started a business. And I said, we're going to pay for the food. And we did. God always, for we've done it. And we, we, we did. So I said, you can't run your mouth. We bought this. Eddie believed like I did on that point, but he had a heart for sinners. You know why? Because he was one at one time. You know, we forget that everybody was raised in some kind of sinful home. Can I hear an amen? We, 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 we're blinded. We're blinded because we don't want to see. We're going to see different. Jesus is coming. As we look through the scripture, and I want to talk about many in the, in the New Testament, these was warnings to the church. Don't let that get a hold of you. You let be sure Jesus is number one in your life, no matter what. When I had that ordeal, that doctor told me, here's what's going to happen to me. I put it off for 30 years, nearly it didn't happen. I'm dealing with some of it tomorrow, but it's minor. Yeah, and that's one of the 
doctors and neurologists looked at Adam's x-ray from when he was a kid and all the records that Erlanger had, and he said, wow, that kid's a walking miracle. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. But look what we had to go through. But look at the doors that open and the people that's been reaped. You, we're, we're here to get people to heaven. Can we get that picture? It ain't about how big your house is or, or how, fun, how much fun you have. It, hey, I'm going to be in heaven forever. We're only here a few years, church. That is forever and ever and ever. You're going to be a fool if you miss it. You've got to be a raving idiot to let the devil sway you. Get your heart set, and you can do it. Let's dig in. If a Christian must overcome some devil, John 14, 30, the pseudo-ruler is what Satan is called. By the way, he actually was called Lucifer, which was son of the morning. Wow. That was a good name. He made it a bad name. All right, we get this picture. The son of the morning. That's what he was. In John 14, 30, Satan, or Jesus said, Satan couldn't find nothing in me. He would not allow and the pseudo-ruler means he's the Lord over your imagination. It's your mind. Who has power over that? The devil does. Who can change it? You. You've got to do something about the temptation. You've got to be the one that pulls it down. And you can do it with weapons like 2 Corinthians 10, 3 through 5. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Romans 12, 1 through 3. 2 Corinthians 10, 3 through 5, though. Paul used it. Paul said, though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare, they're not carnal, but they're mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, pulling them down, casting down imagination, and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. All right? You've got to pull the thought down. Take no thought. Jesus said it six times in Matthew 6. Take no thought saying. Don't let them words come out of your mouth. Think about thought words before you say them. Who's going to get glory out of it? It's not going to be Jesus. You don't need to have, let it come out of your mouth. I care a lot. Cut up and go on with a lot of people. It's a good way to help people that are burdened and going through junk. Learn to laugh about it. Don't let the devil get the best of you. Say, I'm a God. Say it with me. God is greater than anything, anybody, any demon, any Satan, any other God. Jesus is bigger than them all. He's Lord of lords and King of kings. He's my soon coming King. He's taken me over. He's taken me through. He's taken me up. And it won't be long. And we're going to forever be with Him. Now that's got to be flowing out of your life or you'll be defeated. Let's look. Pull it up if you would. Apathy is a great part of what neglect is. Did you know in Hebrews two, uh, chapter 2, uh, verse 1 through 4, I want you to think about it. How shall we escape if we neglect so great a salvation? You can neglect your salvation. What's God talking about escaping? It's judgment. Why does all this come? 
when Gideon said, if you call me a mighty man of valor, then why does all this come on me? Because he had allowed sin to get in. When you lose gratefulness, you've let sin get in. Can I hear an amen? In everything give thanks, not for in. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. So if you're going through something, God's got a reason. Remember that. And praise Him that you was worthy. All right, now here's the big warning. John, the apostle of love, wrote the Gospel of John, 1st, 2nd, and 3rd John. And I want to, I should get into it, and it's late. But in 1st John 2, I, I mean 1st John, I want you to catch a little bit of it. 1st John 2, 15 through 19, look with me. Love not the world. He wrote John 3, 16. He also wrote 1st, 2nd, and 3rd John, the Gospel of John, and the book of Revelation. The disciple whom the Lord loved, John the Apostle. Now keep in mind, not John the Baptist. All right, but keep in mind if we look at, and he wrote them in 96 AD. God let him, God let him write the book of Revelation. And he was called the disciple whom the Lord loved. I thought he loved them all. He did. But it's a different kind of love. It's a deeper love. Oh, yeah. You love all your kids. You love all your family. But if you'll tell the truth, isn't there some people in your family you'd say, yeah, I love some people more in other ways than I do others. Let me see your hand. How many of you got pets the same way? Right? That's true, isn't it? Thank you for your honesty. Let the liars get their hand up. Give them a minute. They'll get them up there. All right. Sure. We, we learn that we do. Sure we do. Sure we did. I laugh about things that these grandkids have done and, and, and my life. I, I think about some of them every day, some of the tricks, some of the things they would say. Uh-uh. I, I, th I think of the little expressions that they say. They're, they're such an inspiration. I'm glad some of you are becoming grandpas. So, boy, I can really ri rag you now. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. We're going to see. And we see how that is. Yep. Sure it is, because you see, you know, it's so important to put the love of God in their life. It's so important, because they can pass that on to each other. You, you, people get married, and I'll ask them, why do you get married? <coughs> well, what do you think? <coughs> you think, uh, uh, could we this or that? I said, oh, we've had a lot of those like that. Nothing wrong with that. Well, you're doing the right thing. A mess up and straighten it right. That's good. Can I hear an amen? God, if you judge yourself, you're chasing the Lord. Do the right thing. All right? Now I said, hey, that's corrected. All right? I said, no, but why are you getting married? Well, because I love him. Oh, and I love her. I said, what, what, tell me about it. Well, when, when, I, when he kisses me a certain way, man, I see shooting stars, and I see sparks and all that. I said, I've seen that happen in a bar a lot when somebody hit them. They saw shooting stars. Muhammad Ali hits you, you'd see a shoot. You might be with the shooting star if he hits you. That's for sure. Comical, isn't it? The way we describe it. Yeah. Or my heart gets excited. <sighs> yeah, we've heard a breather. We've heard a breather. Yeah, I'm afraid that that's a love. Uh, <laughs> uh, now, you and I know, don't we, Becky? Yeah. 
Shut up, sweetheart. They do too. Don't let them kid you. They know. Love not the world, neither the things, 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 things. This is a command. You see the little dots of command. Yeah, 6,050 in the Bible. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 1,050 in the new, as we think about it. Uh, 5,000 in the old. 42 uh, damnable in the old and 50 in the new. Think about that. These are commands. But listen to what he says. Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. For if any man love the world, your affections is put on that, and you had to neglect God. Hmm. Better think it over. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. One pushes the other out. God will push the world out, and the world will push God out. But it's a choice. Everybody here will make. And if you make the wrong one, it's called a spirit, a demon called apathy. It's got a hold of you. And it hooks to that chain. And it won't turn loose. Remember, there's five stages of demons. Oppression, suppression, obsession. Listen. And literally possession. Yeah. A chain. And he'll pull you into hell. Now, for all that's in the world is the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, the pride of life. It is not of the Father, but it's of the world. Your job should be used as your mission field. i got a sign hanging on the wall back there. You're now entering your mission field. Let me go out that door. Your job, that's a mission field. Some of you got one when you get home. Can I hear an Amen. All right, unless Teresa's hard. I know she's got a mission too, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, God is good, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> See, we got to fix him good. Yeah, we're going to fix him. Uh, we're getting, you got to have, preacher's got to have alligator skin. Hey, walk up one side and down there. Has he got this, I believe he, I hope he's got a hold of the thermostat and not the thermometer. He knows how to use them. That was his field. You know how to crank that thing down. How do you do it? This is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice. And not only that, happiness is a choice. I will be, will be, it's an activation of your will. I will be glad that we're going to be happy through this. God is good. God is a good God. Well, see it. We learn a lot from it. Well, look here. Notice it. Not of the Father, but it's of the world. But notice, and the world's going to pass away. God's going to change it from one form to another. He's going to burn it and renovate it with fire later. And the lust thereof. But he that doeth the will of God's going to abide how long? How long? How long is forever? Never ending. Hey, woo, I don't know about you. Man, I'd be floating on a cloud, pink lemonade, Mayfield ice cream cone. All right, look here. Little children, it is the last times. Who was he writing it to? Us, the last times. One of the 14 end time expressions. And ye have heard that Antichrist, oh yeah, 
shall come even now are they many that's true cult religions whereby we know that it's a lifetime we're there it's in that season now let's read on they went out from us but they were not of us if they had been of us they would no doubt have continued with us but they went out from us but that they went out that it might be made manifest but they were not all of us the trials and tests and apathy was Satan's legal way of the tree of good and evil neglect yeah you got to spend time with the Lord every day and you'll love it a witch they been hugged up with him for a long I think you must enjoy that I thought you did yeah, I believe she does too. Now there's been times when she wants to punch you up. Well, <laughs> uh, yeah, yes, I'm letting them run. And I've let Shady alone. Y'all notice that? I'd be good to him today. Yeah. He's got a sweet little angel. How many of you know he does? How many of you know he does? Yeah. That man's crazy. He'd be crazy to act up there, wouldn't he? Sure. All right. And we know he's smarter. But I want you to notice Romans 11, 29, and I'm going to unpick this. For the gifts and callings of God are without repentance. You know what God was saying? By giving it to you, if you'll come back, I'll restore it. Yeah. That's love, isn't it? And that's the kind of love he wants you to show. When you see somebody fall, go help them out. Help them get up. Don't write them off. Don't be a thermometer. Be a thermostat. You might get them to stop. Fred, Fred told me, he said, my wife counted and said, you had been over here that just made the 56th time. He said, I love that. There ain't no hope for me. Eddie Smith, the same one. I went to quite a bit. said, I'll see you the next time. We didn't let that language bother us. I let them know that I've heard a lot worse than that. I was in the Marines. Ain't much you could say that I ain't heard. But it was lost. But what a Christian man. You see, we're reaching sinners. Jesus loved us. I want to pray for you that are watching. I've got a little Bible. In fact, many of you, we've given them away over the years that we've done years ago how to lead somebody to Jesus but it's got the marked verses I'll probably show it the next time we're here and you can get one I'll give it to you free all you gotta do is let us know and write us we'll get it to you it'll show you it'll tell you the page to learn to and how to become a soul winner how you can get active in winning souls but I want to pray with you right now Father Lord we pray for anybody that's watching for that lost person that, and it's up and down that's not sure if you're not sure you need to stay in there till you know you're sure God's got keeping power. We believe every bit of it. Yes, it does. I'm kept by the power of God through faith. He can keep you. Just say, Jesus, I come to you a sinner. I'm lost. I'm on my way to you. I'm sorry I've sinned. I ask Jesus to come into my heart. Forgive me of my sins. I receive him as my Lord and Savior. I believe God raised you from the dead. I know he did. And I now thank you for saving me like that we get it I'm saved tell somebody about it 
tell your family and find you a good church and get in it. Get into one that's close to you where you can stay faithful to God. The social media does not take the place of church. It does not. Till the next time, God bless you. For everybody else that's here this morning, you may want to come from special prayer. I encourage you to do so if you have need. You need to get closer to God, finances, healing, just whatever. Demons warn at you. you got to love them. Maybe a sweetheart. Maybe it's uh, whatever it might be. Maybe it's a, a co-worker. Maybe uh, whatever. Just if you've got any kind of problem, I want to pray over you.